Hey, welcome back to Scotch and Scripts. This is your host, David Radney. This is episode three, and today I'm interviewing Mitch Trim. What I appreciate about Mitch is that he is very accountable and very open, and I hope that you guys learn a lot from our dialogue today. Thanks again for coming. Talk to you soon. Mitch, thank you so much for uh, joining me for our third episode of Scotch and Scripts. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks again my for your pleasure. time this morning. My pleasure, my pleasure. All right, so um, for those of us that don't know you very well, tell me, how did you get into the real estate business? Uh, how did I get into the real estate business? I was in power tool sales, traveling from Maine to West Virginia. Okay. And sitting in a hotel one night, uh, actually re reading a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, you know, I'm like, Mitch, you're, I'm not going to give away my age, uh, years old. Okay. What is the best opportunity for you? And we, like I said, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, real estate seemed like uh, the most opportunities, okay. the most potential. Okay, fair enough. You could do everything from property management, being an agent, being a coach. There's so many different venues and there is great uh, income potential with all of them. You know what, I, I so agree with you. And I read that book as well by Robert Kiyosaki many years ago, and it had a major impact on my life, along with uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. So how many years have you now been in real estate? I've been in just over two years. Just over two years. Okay. How's it going for you? It's getting better every day. I love that. I, I know where my issues are uh, okay. between the six inches of my ears. And we work on that every day. And with your help, I am a lot better today than I was even yesterday. Okay. So maybe it's six inches between your ears. My wife would tell you it's probably eight inches between mine. I have a pretty <laughs> big head. But you're, you're talking about this guy right here, right? This drunk monkey that's always whispering in our ears. Most of the times. Uh, I hear you. You, you uh, overanalyze the phone call that you're going to make, especially for when you first start out making phone calls. Okay. And you search the MLS. You do this. You search the tax records. You make the call, and you get a voicemail. But, but you spent 15 minutes to make that call. 15 minutes, more like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whole analysis to paralysis. It's better to just look at the number, make the call, because that 45 minutes of reviewing, looking at pictures and tax records and the history on the MLS, you could have made 15 other calls in that 45 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And you know what? You would have really only had probably one conversation in that time. Right, but it would have been a good conversation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know, it's something interesting we talked about in PUSH uh, earlier this week. We really just want to focus on a certain number of conversations every day, so I'm happy to hear you say that. Um, my goal was to have 10 conversations with a serious seller every day. Do you have any goals like that for yourself and your business with how many people you need to talk to every day? I do track it. Uh, not as well as I probably should. Okay. Uh, days I track every bit of it. Then there's days I don't. Yeah. So uh, if I come out with an appointment, yes. I'm happy. Okay, so an appointment a day, you feel like you've done your job. That is a successful day. Okay. Uh, as I move along in my business, yeah, those goals will change and they'll increase. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this. 
if we were working for a company and our job was to make calls, you know, eight hours a day in order to earn our income, we would do that. As real estate agents, we typically don't spend a full eight hours in our business. Why, why do you think that is? Well, I mean, I was in the corporate world for a little while, and you know what? It seemed like the people at the top always took a lot of time off, it appeared. It appeared. Well, okay. Uh, so, hey, I'm the boss. You know what? I can take off 15 minutes here. I can run over here. And yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of time wasters when you, don't have, when you only have yourself to be accountable to. I agree with that. We don't hold ourselves accountable. We come into the office and the first thing we do is go get coffee and we're having these conversations as you're drinking coffee, right? We're having conversations about the TV shows that we're watching and binge watching. Then we sit down and catch up, how was your day? Then we sit at our desk and we check our email and we get on Facebook. And before we know it, it's 11 or 12 o'clock. And then it's what? Lunchtime. So I, I so agree with you, and it's the accountability that's really lacking in a lot of our business. What are you doing to hold yourself accountable to your real estate business and making sure that you are keeping a schedule? Schedule is always a work in progress, uh, but things like the push call, for example. Yes. That's one where, uh, that's just one form of accountability. Yeah. Other people in the office, they, I let them know what I'm trying to accomplish. And Mitch, did you make your, uh, you said you were going to make 10 calls in 15 minutes. Did you do that? And okay. that nature. That's good. It's good to have people holding you accountable. And you were speaking of the, the morning mindset call at 845, correct? Yes. Here's what I have to tell you. I'm on that call five days a week. And I always look forward to you joining the call because of the way we start the program. We start off by giving gratitude. And it always strikes me how many people are silent during that time and they have nothing that they are sharing that they are grateful for. But you always come on, you have a smile in your voice and you always have gratitude that you share. I love that about you. I really appreciate that about you, Mitch. Well, there's always something to be grateful for. I mean, hey, you know what? Every morning I wake up, thank you. Um, yes. you that you're awake. That's all you're grateful for, that's fine. I completely agree with you on that. I mean, how can you not be grateful for the rugrats in your life? Absolutely. Or the sunrise, or the birds chirping, or your wife, your spouse, your dog. The fact that you can walk and see and hear, so much to be grateful for. Exactly, and it gets to me too when I just hear silence. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, I think you're starting to rub off on people, so keep it up. You're I hope so. You're a great example. So let me ask you, how do you manage your calendar? Uh, and let's just take it to one specific day. How do you time block your day from the time you get up until you end your day of work? I was really good on my mornings. My mornings have gotten off track. Uh, okay. I do time block. I was, I've never really time blocked my personal white time in my morning. Okay. It just grew organically and I was happy with it. I got off the track. We'll get back to that. Uh, okay. But I do time block. Good. Uh, generally, most days, well, let's start out with just a typical Tuesday. Uh, okay. 8.15, I got my East Coast call with my group that I belong to. Okay. Which is a one thing for the day. Regardless of what it is, it could be personal, it could be business, it doesn't matter. But what's the one thing that you're gonna accomplish in that day? 
Oh, I love that. And then uh, what did you, did you accomplish it the day before? And what is your one thing for today? Okay. That's not really quick. I just want to jump in. When you don't accomplish it from the day before, is there any accountability around what stopped you from accomplishing it? There will be, uh, we will ask, well, what happened? What got in the way? Okay. All right. And sometimes it really wasn't their one thing. They were just saying it was their one thing. And, Understood. But that's okay. I mean, we're, we're each asking, well, what happened? Why didn't you? Or great, you did. Fantastic. What's your one thing for today? Okay. What do I need to help you to accomplish that? I love it. Uh, okay. After that, I generally have a script call. Mm -hmm. I got some good script partners in the morning. Uh, Sam is one of them who, great feedback. Sam is rocketing. That's good to hear. And how many uh, script partners do you have throughout the entire week? I got five. Good My afternoon script partners are very inconsistent. So I am looking for new afternoon script partners. Fire them. If they're not helping you get better and they're not staying consistent, it's an integrity thing. Find someone who will be there. Your time I, is I really haven't started looking. I, that's one thing I definitely got. That'll be my one thing this week. I love that. To find partners. I'll check back in with you and make sure you actually uh, find some new partners. Uh, generally, after my script call, we go into the push. Good. For a little mindset. Then I got about 10 minutes of white space where I'll grab a cup of coffee to get the water cooler. And then it's generally on the phones. Okay. Uh, this is where I struggle with in my lead gen. I lead gen until 1045. Okay. And my lead gen consists of, I hate to say also follow up and I need to work. I need to time block my time block. Okay. Tell me what you mean by that. Uh, well, I consider follow up and thank you cards and things like that. All part of lead gen, mm -hmm. not just making calls. Okay. Uh, and I have it. Lead gen, I just have lead gen. I don't have follow-up. I don't have letter writing. I don't have calling for sale by owners. I understand. I understand. My, the way I have my setup, it was from 9 until 12 every day. The last hour or last 45 minutes, it was all about follow-up. So putting new people into my database, sending out thank you cards to the people I talked to. That came in the last 45 minutes. But to your point, that was on my calendar. I had nine to 12 lead generation. That last hour, I had it blocked for the follow-up and I had written down what follow-up was. So I, I think that would definitely help you. What's keeping you from doing that and putting that on your schedule? Nothing. Uh, I just gotta sit down and think about it a little bit in depth in exactly where I want to place all these different activities. I'm okay. thinking uh, in my head, Say Tuesdays will be for sale by owners. Yes. And then associated follow-up with that. Okay. Wednesdays expires. Okay. Thursdays, my circle calls around my open houses. Good. And like you say, the last half hour, 15 minutes, whatever of follow-up. Perfect. Instead of just having lead gen, I just got to label it. I completely understand that. How long would it take you to go through the week and figure out who you're calling, when you're calling, and what you're doing during that time. How long would it take you to set that calendar up and put that on your schedule? I should time block about 15 minutes to a half hour for that. 
Okay. Is that something you would time block, you know, today, or is that something you would wait until later to do? Well, that's something I'll probably do uh, nine o'clock at night while I'm watching uh, the History Channel on Apollo or something like that. Fair enough. All right. So you know me. I'm all about accountability. Um, I'd love for you to send me a, a text with a picture of that schedule once you have it all done. I'll do. I'll work on that over the weekend. I'll I'll carve out fifteen minutes. Perfect. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So tell me, what's your biggest strength when it comes to the real estate business? I got to say my determination, grit. I mean, I agree. In the two years, yes. business isn't where I really want it. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had John Paul in the office the other day talking about his business, and it took him five years Yeah. before he even really started doing business. Right. So, I mean, just got to stick with it. You definitely have to stick with it. It takes time. I mean, we look at right. You know, I'm not a big sports guy, but you look at people like Jordan and LeBron. I mean, these guys have been playing their entire lives to break out and be the superstars they are. It takes time. Right. Uh, if I wanted uh, instant gratification, I am definitely in the wrong business. Okay. So what's your biggest opportunity moving forward with your business? Uh, biggest opportunity? Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. If I could, when I get my calendars uh, really time blocked the way it should be, okay. that, that will bring in more opportunity without a doubt. So structuring your business. Will create my opportunity. Will create your opportunity. Also, well, I can't wait to see your schedule because now that you realize that, I mean, I know you realize that uh, it's a matter of executing and putting that into place for your business. And once you do, I, I think you'll see some immediate results from having that structure in your business. I've realized it for a while. I just needed somebody like you to call me out on it. Okay. All right. So I want to take you back two years ago when you got your license. If you could go back to that earlier Mitch and tell him something that would set him up for success in this business, what would it be? Actually, three things. Okay. Three. Okay. Number one. Follow up. Okay. Follow up. <laughs> I and think follow I'm going And follow up. I understand. It's so true, right? Oh, yes. Yes. We had this conversation uh, yesterday in Push as we wrapped up. And, you know, we all do a great job calling the first time. But it's that follow-up. It may be call number five. It may be call number eight. It may be call number 21. However, most people, especially if we're talking about, let's talk for sale by owners. We know 90% of them end up listing with someone. And so we just have to make sure we're following up enough and we don't give up on the sixth call where a week later they'd be ready. So follow-up is key. Yeah, and I'm learning to say, I'm learning to hear them say, you know what, we've listed, we've sold, or stop calling. Yeah, and listen. And that is a drunk monkey that I have that I'm working through. Do you have a drunk monkey that you're calling too much and I don't want to call this week. I just talked to him last week and let me just skip a week or two before I call back. No, what it comes down to is again, my calendar. Okay. Okay. So can I share three things with you really quickly, please in this business and how I would love you to structure your calendar. There are really three things we need to work on. We need to work on lead generation, whatever that is for you. And I know that you prospect and, you know, there are buyers you work with, you're looking at expires, you're looking at for sell by owners, 
but lead generation is the first thing that's important. Kind of add to the database. I want you talking to motivated people, and I think you already know that. People who have to sell their home, specifically in the next month or two months. Those are the people I really want you calling and talking to. And having a follow-up system. For me, that means having a database, a CRM. I use Top Producer. I love that program because it reminded me who I needed to be calling, and it gave me a way to send them emails and letters and create campaigns so that it was just a, a touch system I had to set up. So I want you to have a system like that for follow-up. And then lastly, the listing presentation. So when they say, okay, Mitch, we are ready to meet with you. You're ready to go. You know your listing presentation. You have your pre-listing packet set up. You have your pre-qualification questions set up and you're ready to go get that listing. If you focus on those three things every day and practice those and do that work, you will see your business increase tenfold. Yeah, my... My uh, thing now is pre-qualification. Yeah. Really making sure they're pre-qualified. I'm going out on too many appointments where they're really not motivated. Uh, example, oh, you know, when we sell, we sell. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And listing presentation. I'm starting to get opportunities now. Yes. Uh, but I've never really practiced my listing listing presentation like I, I really need to. Well, I, I love that you brought up the pre-qualification. A lot of people need to hear what you just said. Your job is to make sure that the time you're spending away from your family, you're spending talking to people who are serious and motivated about getting their home sold. Right. So going through the pre-qualification, it seems like a lot. You're going to spend five to 10 minutes with them on the phone asking a lot of questions that can be a little uncomfortable. However, it helps you determine very quickly, is this a ready, willing, and able seller? Is this someone I should be meeting with today? And it's okay if after you go through those questions, you say, you know what, Mr. Seller, after talking with you, I realize that you're not really motivated and now's not really the time for you to sell. What I'd like to do is stay in touch with you and maybe I'll follow up with you later this summer and come out when you're ready. And instead of going to that appointment, either get back on the phone or go have fun with your family, but don't waste time getting in front of people who aren't motivated. You know, David, we get so excited that somebody wants to see us. Yeah. And they say, learn from other people's mistakes, but you know, that is probably the hardest thing in the world to do. It can be tough. It can be tough. Uh, so anybody who's watching this, learn from our mistakes, pre-qualify. Don't just get all excited and run out there. That's right. That's right. And you know, the only time I would say go out there is if you're at a point where you want to practice your listing presentation and you know what it is, you know what you're getting into. This is someone who's not highly motivated, but it's an opportunity for you to get in front of a seller and you can spend that time practicing your listing presentation or just going over it again in front of someone who's real. I've done that before, but my expectations were not that I'm walking away with a listing because I knew they were not ready. Right, and I, I take it if you're looking at it that way, that, you know what, this is practice. Right, right. However, I'm going to do live practice, I mean, there's live, there's live ammo fire, okay? Yes. It's practice, but there's live ammo fire. To be absolutely, careful. absolutely. But if you're doing your job correctly, you're already going to get that practice because you'll be practicing your presentation with someone in the office every day where you don't feel like you need to go out in front of a seller who's not motivated and wasting that time away from your family 
talking to someone who's not ready to do business. Yeah. So good for you, man. And uh, I hope that other people do learn from our mistakes. We've all made that mistake. You call for five days, you're not getting any appointments. If someone says, come meet with me, come see me, we just want to hop in the car and drive out there. Not the highest, best use of our time, though. Okay. And was there anything else there? No. Okay. So what makes you feel inspired? What inspires you, Mitch? What inspires me? Uh, that's just something to learn today, and it'll be something to learn tomorrow. Gotcha. And how are you learning? Are there any podcasts or YouTube channels or books that you've read recently that are allowing you to learn, whether it's personal or professional? What are you listening to? What do I listen to? I listen to Tony Robbins, Gary V, uh, Mike Rowe. He has a great podcast. If you're familiar with Paul Harvey, I'm not. History Facts. Uh, TED Talks, uh, Bigger Pockets. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, those are a lot of good places that you can go and get some really good. That's just some of them. Yep. I love Gary Vaynerchuk. And one thing he talks about that really motivates me, he talks about the time he spends in nursing homes and talking to, in the past, talking to people in their 80s and 90s. And the common theme with those conversations were regret. And they would always say, I wish I had done X, Y, or Z. I've always been in a position where I didn't want to have any regrets. I wanted to live a great life and not say, I wish I had done X, Y, or Z. And so I, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. He keeps me honest. Uh, I plug in. I know he's a little vulgar. So there are times I have to turn my, my radio down so the girls can't hear it. However, he speaks to me. And I'm glad that you listen to him as well. He's a great motivator. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, if I do this podcast next week and I have an agent on, um, I'd like you to give me a question that I can pose to that agent that might help you learn or give value to everyone listening in on this podcast. What would that question be for the next agent I interview? What is your level of commitment? Mm, okay. Now, commitment to their business or commitment to their, their family, their life? Uh, their business and their family, because to commit to your family, you need to have a successful business. And to have a successful business, you need to commit to it. I like that, Mitch. Mitch, I want to end the call by saying this again. I really appreciate you every morning on the Morning Mindset Call. I love your attitude. I like the gratitude that you share. I know that you shared something on this call. You were very vulnerable and you were very honest and you talked about your schedule and needing to get to a point where you had your schedule down. And once you saw that being completed, you saw a lot of opportunity for your business to grow. And so I commend you with being accountable there. I look forward to getting that text from you showing me your schedule that you have set up for your success. And I'd like to thank uh, you, Sam, Ron, Everybody who runs the uh, partner call in the morning. Yes. And uh, I look forward to sending you that uh, updated calendar. All right. I'll be checking in with you, Mitch. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining. Be good. All right. You too. Bye-bye.